0: Welcome to the What Day Is It Today podcast where we tell you what day it is. Today. today. That guy's Christian. That's B. We'll get better at that as time goes on. Yeah, look at us getting better. Okay, we need a theme song. I think that's the that's the next thing we need 100 percent We need a theme song. You need to make the beat. And I'll do the sick vocals. Oh yeah. I got a sample. Uh Got a sample for you right here for a a sixth song I'm working on. So earlier today, uh, well, sorry, yesterday, I was getting a massage, and uh, I was telling my massage lady about like what I'm doing. I'm I'm going to North Dakota tomorrow morning at 6 a.m. And uh, unfortunately, North Dakota is the lesser of Dakotas uh, because it doesn't even have the president's faces carved into stuff. That is South Dakota. So North Dakota, mm-hmm. until further notice, you are the Lesser Dakota.
1: Yeah, not even worth messing up your mountains.
0: Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so I'm supposed to be going and I'm telling her what my plan is for uh, today. Um, I'm like, well, I'm going to pack, but mainly I need to hurry up and do that so that I can go to a stripper pool party. And she's like, a what? And I was like, well, I have a bunch of friends now who uh, they, they work at uh, one of the clubs around here. And I was just like... <laughs> laying on the massage table because I've been there for five hours and I'm getting a little like delirious at this point. And I'm just singing, Strip a pool party, a whole lot of strippers, strip a pool party, and just like keep, keep it going. Uh, well, after going, I will tell you uh, it has changed to "Stripper pool party, lower your expectations. Strip <laughs> a pool party, don't eat the sweet tots. So, uh...
1: <laughs> what... <well, laughs> Wait, so this is your friend in Lesser Dakota that was like, wait, stripper party, stripper pool party. Is that who's confused about it?
0: It was, or was, it, it, was it the masseuse and all of you now? Um, oh, okay. So she was telling me not to go. And I was like, dude, how can I miss out on it? It's so exciting. And so I get there today and uh, it was two of my friends and then like some folks in their 60s and 70s that are like tangentially related to them and like very nice very welcoming super louisiana um one was wearing overalls and nothing else uh that, that guy was like in his late 60s for sure a uh, very farmer friend going on super nice guy um but like <laughs> about 30 minutes no, what your
1: expectations
0: <laughs> yeah well okay so that's the only thing like the only boobs that were there were uh think someone that was like they were wildly androgynous like i couldn't tell you know what i mean like and they were easily pushing like 300 pounds or so uh and like rainbow chopped hair that looks like it had a fight with a weed whacker so i'm just like you know this is exactly how a stripper pool party would go that i would go to um (laughs) uh so not nearly as exciting as we'd all hoped but anyway granny uh she she leans over to me she's like Hey, do you want some sweet tarts? I was like, "I'm good." She's like, "Acid sweet tarts." I was like,
1: (laughs) "And you're like, thank God I'm good."
0: (laughs) I'm like, "Well, I'm glad I didn't accidentally join that journey." I was like, "Uh, "I have work tomorrow at six a.m. Like, and it's Tuesday at noon. (laughs) (laughs) I have work today, but I couldn't miss this. (laughs) So anyway, that was that was most of that was most of today. Wow, that and getting ready.
1: See. When people hear stripper pool party, they assume pool party with strippers, not pool party put on by strippers, which is very different.
0: Okay. Yes. So that actually, the story, the saga continues. So uh, they invited one of their friends who's like a male stripper that works at the, one of the male strip clubs, because I was like one of two dudes that was there, me and uh, uh, overalls McGee over there. Um, so... This male stripper shows up, and then, like, we all go to the living room. He brought a pole, which is cool, I guess. But, like, then everyone's sitting there, and all, like, the grannies are, like, passing me some ones just in case I need them or whatever. I'm like, I don't think this is for me. Yes. <laughs> so so this male stripper is, like, quote, getting ready. So he's, like, getting his, you know, iHome jukebox thing will set up for Bluetooth. And then, like... Quietly turns on music while Shrek is playing in the background because this is a Shrek-themed pool party for reasons. And, uh, Get out of
1: my swamp! You're in Louisiana. <laughs> there's water.
0: <laughs> Everyone's got swamp ass.
1: <laughs> it's a place you don't want to be. So it's really uninviting.
0: So, so um, uh, yeah, this guy now he's like he's shirtless and he's like wearing like a military helmet, and then he just starts like gyrating towards the birthday girl for a second, and everyone's like, the quietest woos I've ever heard, they're like, woo. Just and one guess and they're like, nice. <laughs> and then me going like, you're doing good, man. Yeah, oh, well done. So, then he walks over to Granny, and he, like, takes Granny's hand and, like, lifts her up, and I, I mean, I'm not a strip club guy, I don't quite get it, but I, like, especially don't get the, like, male version of it. Like, I don't, I, I don't get it, so... I was like okay maybe maybe this will help me understand no i'm further away from understanding than i ever was because he just like he lifted up granny and then like turned her around and bent her over and then started like just like grabbed her by the hips and just like pelvic thrust it into her and i was like okay and then he did it like three more times and she was like i'm like man this is god it are, are we the weird ones being from California or is like, is this normal or is where I'm from normal? Cause this feels not normal. Cause like then there's deaf granny who's signing to the guy. Cause she can't like speak anymore. She's totally deaf. So she does sign language and she's signing to the stripper. Like take it off. Come over here. <laughs>
1: nice. Oh my God.
0: And then she, like, I don't know what the sign is for pelvic thrust, but, like, she did some signing, and then she, like, put her hands at her hips and went... (laughs) It's it's one of the stupider things I've ever been at, but, you know, hey, I'm glad I was invited. Yeah, that's quite an
1: interesting way to celebrate today.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so, in addition to everything else today, it's National Swamp People having a stripper pool party day. So, yeah, welcome to the way I celebrate... National Coloring Book Day and National Ice Cream Sandwich Day.
1: And also our dad's birthday on August 12th, or August 2nd. I almost had
0: a panic attack. I'm like, oh my god, is it today? And I'm like, oh wait, no, this is in the past.
1: (laughs) Recording is weird. (laughs) (laughs) Oh
0: man, you freaked me out there for a second. Yep, 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 yep. Anything exciting from you, Mr. Married, or are you just going to... Tell us about National Coloring Book Day.
1: Oh, I, I moved desks at my day job today. Woo. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah, uh, not that exciting. But it's pretty obvious that, I mean, I don't understand it either, but it's especially obvious that you don't understand strip clubs because you don't go in and leave with less money. You go in and leave with friends that work there. <laughs>
0: I was talking to one of my friends about that today. I'm just like, yeah, I don't get it. Like, clearly I do it wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Because now I just have, like, good friends that are in the industry rather than, like, you know, leaving there with an inflated sense of self and less money. Yeah, I don't know. Anyhow, uh, yeah, so any, like, did you move to the corner office?
1: Uh, No, so I moved to one... Basically, coffin of a cubicle in a hallway to another. Basically, coffin of a cubicle in a little box area that's shut off from the world. Ah, yeah. There, are, it's an in, it's an insanely huge building with no windows. So I tend to take my lunch outside so I can see the sun for a half hour. <laughs>
0: well, in a way, I'd like to say, ha, in your face! While on a Tuesday, you're in a cubicle. I'm at a party that's much less exciting than it sounds <laughs> but let's be honest you have a stable job that pays all right and i don't so hey there you go you don't have to go to just north dakota tomorrow the lesser dakota
1: pros and cons for sure con i miss out on <laughs> shrek themed get out of my swamp stripper pool parties
0: <laughs> i live the stupidest life <laughs>
1: But anyway, welcome to August 2nd, (laughs) National Coloring Book Day, National Ice Cream Sandwich Day.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so for once, Mr. In Charge of Research, uh, I heard you did the research.
1: I did it. I was voluntold to do it, and I actually did it.
0: Hey, also, I never saw a post of me yesterday. Thank you very much.
1: Oh, it's coming. It's on its way. Oh, no, I'm nervous. (laughs) Speaking of which... Anybody that's listening, go ahead and follow all of our social media stuff: uh, Instagram and Twitter at What Day Is Today Podcast.
0: Did we get at, at What Day Is Today on everything? Yep. Oh, in your face, other What Day is Today, or what were they called? What was the other yeah, one called?
1: The, the other podcast that we wanted to name this What Day Is It? Apparently, isn't even about specifically what day it is.
0: Oh, what's it they, about? Don't,
1: they don't even tell you what day is today.
0: <laughs> Wait, are you telling me that they don't stay on topic about what day it is?
1: No, they don't even have the topic of what day it is. It's very oh, upsetting.
0: That's stupid. They're yeah, well.
1: Two, two ladies chatting. Oh,
0: why, why would anybody listen to ladies chatting when you could listen to us chatting?
1: Yeah, and hear about the Lesser sing it, Dakota. Sing it.
0: sing it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it'll never get old, I swear. Okay, um okay, so tell us about National Coloring Book Day then. All
1: right. So I learned coloring books were an American invention by the McLaughlin brothers way back in 1880. Uh, it was during a movement that's referred to as like the democratization of fine art. Oh. And it was yeah, it was originally like more like a paint in the lines kind of thing rather than Crayons or colored pencils, or whatever people use now. Uh, And these guys made these like black and white drawings for people to paint over, and they made a killing off of it. In fact, they did it for about 40 years until in 1920, they bought into and joined the Milton Bradley company because they were so successful in like kids' products.
0: Wait, so, um, when you say the McLaughlin company, like, are, they're not related to Sarah McLaughlin in any way. Like, why do I know their name? I feel
1: like it's just because McLaughlin is it's one a of name. very, yeah, it's a super common name. And also that whitest kids you know
0: sketch. Also, how the hell do you spell Mc- McLaughlin? McLaughlin? Mc- McLaughlin?
1: There's a bunch of different ways to spell it, but these two brothers. It's M-C-L-O-U-G-H-L-I-N.
0: Yeah, just sounds sounds, like maybe it's just familiar. Oh, man, there's a whole lot of... That doesn't help me a lot. Um,
1: (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Oh, there was a tennis player born in 1890. That is different.
1: I feel like it's probably the thing you recognize it most is that Whitest Kids You Know sketch where all the guys are playing Call of Duty and one of them keeps getting distracted and is talking on the microphone about other things. (laughs) and, like, answers the phone. Like, Mom! Phone! It's Mrs. McLaughlin!
0: Oh, yeah! (laughs) I knew that was buried in my head somehow. Okay, I guess they were just a publishing company in general. And then they... Wait, they pioneered color printing, which seems funny, the fact that they were (laughs) like, I don't know, maybe that's expensive. Maybe we'll just have people do that part for us. (laughs) Yeah. We'll outsource it. See, that's, that's why I make the big bucks. I'm here to riff, like that gem
1: yeah that was beautiful
0: (sighs) lower your expectations
1: (laughs) so i find the whole concept of the democratization of fine art to be an interesting one because i feel like it didn't that also sound
0: that sounds like a lot of words that mean nothing in particular so help me out here
1: yeah so art was it at that time solely for upper class people who could afford to do it because 1880s people are working super hard to survive
0: you mean to like own it to look at it like what what are, you, what are you talking about
1: pretty much everything involved with it owning it looking at it like going to museums and stuff uh and also making it you had to be okay. successful or come from a successful enough background to like go to art school and purchase all of the and materials for to it to purchase an art <laughs> yeah both materials to make it and also to purchase an art from an artist.
0: Hmm. That's pretty I, cool.
1: And, but I don't feel like coloring books quite accomplished So the goal there.
0: Did these coloring books come with like, so you're saying art supplies are expensive, like okay that makes sense, like where did they get the stuff to do the coloring? Like, did they get crayons, crayons for our upper crusty listeners? <laughs> Crayons from our aunts. Crayons. Or crayons from our aunts.
1: <laughs> Solid gold gems <laughs> coming out
0: today. Hey man, I haven't got to take a shower after coming back from the gym, so I'm just hyped up and I'm drinking protein powder because I'm getting yoked. Yeah. <laughs> and it is thick. Ugh, It's like a you hoo <laughs> oh, I'm like chewing it. Ugh. That's something on podcasts, too, is that everybody's always like, my, oh, what's my drink today? I know everybody in chat was asking. My drink today is overly thick protein powder from the Chinese supermarket that's questionable at best that I bought during my panic buy from COVID.
1: <laughs> yeah, people are really digging through their panic <laughs> food. Like Mom <laughs> and dad have an insane stash of panic bought food.
0: Dude, I bought 120 pounds of rice, and I, I kept a lot of it at my warehouse, and uh, I went back to, like, move some of it, and an entire 50-pound bag of rice, there wasn't a grain left in it. Rats had eaten the whole thing of dried rice. They, oh. they like, bit, like, a little hole in it and then ate the whole thing.
1: Ratatouille was a (laughs) lie. There's no fancy cook rat.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he could have made, like, couscous with it.
1: Oh, That's true. Yeah, I guess we don't know what he did with it. He might not have eaten it dry.
0: (laughs) No. Yeah. Well, maybe there's no fancy cooking rat, but maybe there's a fancy coloring rat that used what supplies that may have been supplied with the coloring book? Um,
1: I am trying real hard to find it. Mm-hmm. I don't see any coloring supplies that came with it. Uh,
0: Interesting. So it was just the books.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, it looks like it was just the books, but people would purchase paint separately because wax crayons weren't really around until the 1900s. Okay. Uh, so there was like 20 years of people watercoloring because that's the cheapest form of paint.
0: Oh, is that why they made us watercolor in school?
1: Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> School's not gonna uh, spend money on, on our like, finger paints. Nice Acrylic paint. <laughs> yeah,
0: I suppose that makes sense. And also watercolor anytime I see someone watercolor now, unless it's like that like trendy hot girl tattoo look, uh, I do think to myself, like, oh my god, my f- fucking high school friends, oh, sorry, high school acquaintance girls. Uh, they all on their Instagram are constantly like, Look at my watercolor. I'm like, Ugh, unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. You're going to show me your finger paints next? Ooh. Meanwhile, I'm highbrow podcasting.
1: <laughs> yeah, we're joining the white basic masses.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, also, here's the thing. I don't post about this on my personal Instagram because I'm not obnoxious.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I did it once and I felt weird about it.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, well, you, yeah, you did it like, hey, come listen to me and my brother. Like, And I was like, do you want to add this to your story? I was like. No. (laughs) No. No, they don't want to hear this. (laughs) But you, dear fans, you guys love it. And we love you for loving us.
1: But only if you're from that one town that doesn't exist.
0: Yeah, I'm forgetting what town that was already. Yeah, same. (laughs) (laughs) You would better not be from North Dakota, damn it.
1: (laughs) One of the things that I think is interesting, just a thought about coloring books, is it kind of teaches that you don't need to do it all yourself, which is really cool and really valuable. Like, if you're going to draw a picture, you don't have to draw it and color it and do, like, every step of the way. But you could just take somebody else's picture and color it in yourself, and you're learning a very specific skill set there. I think that's super cool.
0: Yeah, I suppose that makes sense.
1: Um... Like, uh, my buddy Avery is an insanely talented, what they call, colorist. And he works in the film industry. And all he does is get like finished product, edited film. They send it to him. He tweaks the colors on it. They pay him quite a bit of money to do so because it's a super important job. And then he sends it back. And that's the only thing he touches on the project. <laughs>
0: How much time does he? Yeah, I guess that makes sense because, like, you know, you don't need a boom mic operator to be really good at directing <laughs> or right, acting yeah. or any of those things. Um, so, how much time does he spend on, like, each of these films normally?
1: Hours, like,
0: many hours. Uh, are we talking, like, hundreds, thousands?
1: It, it depends on what he's working on. He can turn around a commercial in, like, a week's worth of work. Okay like a three-minute commercial.
0: Well, that does take a serious amount of time. I bet you the yeah. money's pretty damn good, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah,
1: it's, it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and he's insanely talented, and it's something that I would have never thought of if I didn't know that he does that. Like, is that, you is that
0: hard to get into? That's where uh, real money normally is, is in stuff you would never think about.
1: Yeah, yeah, really crazy niche things that not that many people learn because it's so weird and out there.
0: Yeah, that reminds me of, like, you back in middle school when you were thinking about what instrument to pick up, uh, you were like, well, everybody plays a damn lead guitar. Like, everyone needs a bass player, so I'm gonna learn bass. Yeah. Um, So that's one of those things where it's like, everybody's like, I'm gonna be the actor. Like, you idiot. Learn to be a colorist, you dumbass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: You get to work on all kinds of stuff if you're a (laughs) colorist. You'll be very valuable. There's not that many of them.
0: Yeah, that seems like something that you know, maybe we should give up being elite-level podcast hosts and go into go into co-
1: podcast <laughs> editing.
0: And go into colored films.
1: <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> Those are pretty popular right now.
0: <laughs> Technicolor, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> uh Keenan, you wanted me to go out a lot. That one one was for you.
1: (laughs) Thanks a lot, Keenan. Now we're cancelled.
0: Okay, sorry. Okay, so... um, Yeah, anything more in particular about your research with coloring books?
1: Uh, There was not that much outside of where they came from. I mean, there's... It's a kid's thing now. And there's also like a subsection of coloring books that are like adult coloring books, which are the lamest kind, because they're just like doodles that the, the hippie girl in high school would draw.
0: Yeah, those seem big on Instagram right now, which is really yeah. annoying.
1: Yeah, it's the worst kind. It's like princess coloring books or no coloring books.
0: Well, I, I suppose you could, like, take... Uh, I guess I'd take work. Um, I was thinking, like, you can take basically any jpeg and throw it into uh, illustrator and then posterize it and then take the color out but yeah i mean that actually requires quite a few steps and the know-how
1: yeah that would be a pretty sweet side gig to self-publish your own coloring books on amazon
0: i bet you the reason why the adult coloring books are all these like geometric hippie shapes is because those are not copywritten. um because if i were Mm. to take like a marvel character and uh, do what I was saying. Like, yeah, you could do it, but you'd have to pay for the intellectual property to license it.
1: Yeah, that's totally true. Yeah, and nobody's going to color in off brand Cinderella.
0: Yeah, so here, here was an interesting thing I learned this week. Uh, normally I don't pay attention to this sort of stuff, but Dupa Lipa, who, side note, amazing. Uh, I oh, love she's her, she's incredible. Oh, it's so good, dude. As far as pop music goes, it's it's because her album was. Uh, she was like, I wanted to do a cross between something and Jamiroquai, and it's like, man, you had me at Jamiroquai. Mm. Um, <laughs> so she's bringing disco back, man, and I got a body built for disco, baby. Um, but uh, yeah, the one thing that is weird about Dua Lipa is it seems that every girl on the planet thinks that she's the sexiest person ever, and like, don't get me wrong, clearly she's very attractive, but like, I feel like girls have the worst taste in what's attractive about women um like those stupid freaking straight across bangs like baby bangs i i swear women encourage each other to get those so that they're like ooh, i can take you out as competition i can kneecap you (laughs) they're like yeah oh sweetheart you should totally get baby bangs great now i get all the male attention
1: (laughs) i was listening to a tiktok the other day that said like here's how to tell, like, use this filter to tell whether you're hot or just pretty. I'm like, huh, those are the two options?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. What about beautiful bees, since all women are beautiful in their own special way?
1: Since when did I become the offensive guy?
0: (laughs) Gotcha, bitch. bitch. (laughs) Yeah, um... Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and say, uh, I'm going to quote The Incredibles on this one. Although I am quoting the villain. I think of this all the time. If everyone's super, when everyone's super, no one will be. And then smolder at the camera. Yeah, man, not everybody's gorgeous, and that's fine. Not everyone can be like the Freed Brothers. (laughs) Yeah, look at our
1: reviews. Not everybody can be B.
0: (laughs) Dick. Wait, have people reviewed us and said how great you were and nothing about me?
1: Oh, yeah. That's because it's my wife and one of her friends.
0: (laughs) Hey, what the hell? (laughs) I think she's compensating for something. (laughs) Uh, Well, get on it, the rest of you fans of me. All maybe, hopefully, one of you out there.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's okay. You are the more entertaining one.
0: (laughs) Well, see, the thing is, everyone needs a straight man, and everyone needs, like, the loud mouth villain character, and it seems like that's the one I'm into. Uh, speaking of, Dua Lipa. Okay, so as I was saying, uh, this is about, like, copyright infringement stuff. So, the paparazzi was bugging the hell out of her, right? Takes a bunch of photos of her, and then she, uh, the photos were released, and one of the photos she liked, so she put it on her Instagram. Like, she posted it as a photo. Now she is is being sued by the paparazzo. At least I think that's what it is, or maybe that's just a Simpsons reference. Shit, we went... What are we, six for six now? (laughs) Yes! (laughs) Um, She uh, uh, got sued by the paparazzi member because that is actually, and he's probably going to win, that is his intellectual property. It's a photo of her, but he owns it.
1: That is wild.
0: Yeah. He would have... Well, like, she would have to pay him to use an image of herself which is insane because it's like she was in public so i can take a photo of her and sell it
1: oh man that's really tough because i want to say like man maybe we should have some sort of like photo consent thing but also that would be a can of worms that nobody wants to open because of how difficult that would be for everybody
0: or, well, the only people defending it were photographers. They're like, it's our job. Dude, you push a button. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to argue with me. Be like, oh my god, there's so much editing. It's just like, no, like, most of you are... If you're a paparazzi member, you're a leech on society. You're a piece of garbage. Um, yeah, you're doing your job, but hey, so we're the friggin' internment camp guards. Um, but, uh, yeah, hot take. Uh, but then... <laughs>
1: Those are equal crimes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Hey, at least I didn't go to not. At least I didn't go to the Nazi uh, uh, concentration camp guards. I went to internment camp, which is equally bad. Let's just say they're both bad. How about that? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're, they're both on. The, they're both almost to the level of paparazzos. Um,
1: <laughs> almost, but, as <laughs> almost as
0: bad. Almost as bad. But they're um, yeah. Like the only people defending them were uh, photographers, which did like it's such a niche market which yeah pot calling the kettle black i get it but like i think it would potentially solve it would cause a million problems for photographers but why do we care i'd rather someone can't take a photo of me doing something in public and then sell my likeness and then me have no ownership of it that's gross that's way worse than photographers not being allowed to make money off of my likeness
1: yeah it does seem kind of like a early 2000s music industry situation going on. What do you mean? At, like with iTunes changing the world and uh, even better, uh, like LimeWire and all those. Napster.
0: And BearShare, which also I ran into a friend recently who was talking about those things and mentioned BearShare as one of them. And I was like, oh, I never say BearShare because nobody knows what that one is. <laughs> yeah, I was and avoiding it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, But yeah, how those completely changed the face of the music industry. Uh, And there was a lot of arguments against it, coming only from the people making money off of it. Like, in the music industry, making money off of selling albums.
0: Yeah, okay, so let's try to make an argument, like, for the paparazzos here. So, like, with the music industry, one, it's pretty simple to be like, yeah, most of the people that were like, hey, downloading music is worth doing because, like, well, I probably wouldn't buy it anyway because it's too expensive, which there's some truth to it, but it's mainly just people being greedy, being like, well, why do you think downloading music illegally should be okay? Because I want it, because <laughs> yeah. free is better. And you know what? Spotify ended up coming around, and how many people do you know that like torrent music? Very oh. few.
1: And let's go on tangent number three before we backtrack to what we were actually talking about. Yeah. There was a guy that I heard talking the other day who had this crazy idea that he thinks all fast food is going to be free in the next like 20 years. What? The the reason being it's kind of like streaming services. A lot of them have these like free memberships. Like the Peacock, you can go and you can watch most of the stuff on Peacock, there's just commercials.
0: Okay. Oh, it, no yeah, way.
1: Yeah, so it takes, what, five to 15 cents to make, like, a cheeseburger at McDonald's, like the value menu dollar menu one.
0: No way, man. No, 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 I would would bet you it's closer, like, let's say the burger, for simplicity's sake, let's say a McDonald's, McDouble, it's around two bucks now, but for simplicity's sake, let's say it's a dollar. Guaranteed, that thing costs at least 95 cents to make, and they're making five cents per burger. They're going Walmart-style, where they're like, we will make razor thin margins, but we will sell a bajillion of them.
1: The stuff that I was looking into said that it was somewhere around twenty cents to make just a cheeseburger,
0: but just. including shipping and all, and like, and keeping the lights on and all that, like, all no way, man. Maybe just in materials, yeah. some materials for food, gross.
1: But either way, even if it is a dollar, sure, they will make more money by saying, "Hey." Anybody who wants it, our value menu is now free to a certain extent. Like you can get one item or however many. Sure. It's just, you have to order it through our app. And Mm. when you press the order button, it plays an ad. And then when you come and pick it up, the wrapper has an ad on it. I I suppose
0: that's possible.
1: They would make more money than selling the burger. I mean, they could do both. Which they would make even more money.
0: Okay, this is point like I'm just disagreeing with you for the for like the sake of like trying to find out more about this. Because like, okay. Yeah. I that's I suppose possible, but yeah, there's some value there. I, I guess they're like there's money to be made for somebody in that business model, but I think there's too many potential problems with it, for example, like what's to stop someone from like Going around a million times. And, like, in theory, they shouldn't care. Cause, like, the, the one way that that makes sense to me is it's like, okay, you can use our like subsidized ad McDonald's burgers and get like the cheapest shit. And that, that gets you in the door or in the drive thru so that you'll also get the, uh, get the luxury items. Like, oh, you're going to get a filet of fish or you're going to get a, you're going to get the, the big fries, which is like $4 for French fries, which those cost basically nothing. Same thing with sodas. But, yeah, I I guess I could see it if it's like that for like the premium items are still charging the same amount. But the main mm-hmm. thing I'm yeah, go for it. And
1: once one restaurant does it, like say it's McDonald's, it's kind of an arms race. And I feel like you yeah. wouldn't be able to go back and all of them are gonna start doing that if that happens. Not saying that it will.
0: Yeah, I suppose. I mean it's interesting. I think it's not particularly likely because the difference between like uh hulu and all that having free free like non-premium content is it's digital it doesn't cost anything aside from server space and like legal fees um because i guess like i guess uh yeah like they like let's say it's the office or whatever like they have to pay the office either per stream or if it's like seinfeld they just bought the rights to Seinfeld for a certain amount of time. So it's like a hundred million dollars goes to the Seinfeld people. And then we don't have to pay anybody each time we watch it. We just get money every single time that someone, uh, someone watches an ad on it. Right. And there's three ads per. Yeah. But the difference is that it didn't cost them anything to get the patty and the bun. They just have the show. They already have it. They didn't have to ship it anywhere. All they had to do was pay for server space. That's it plus no one had to prepare it. It's just there. So I I think that's what would hold it back. But I think that's going to go away potentially with automation, which I am shocked that that hasn't been a quicker transition during COVID uh, into automation.
1: Yeah, especially with how everywhere is hiring right now, because there's not enough restaurant workers.
0: And everyone's getting, everyone's trying to get fired at all the fast food restaurants because it's it's unbelievable how terrible they are right now. It's unbelievable. Like they're so rude and surly and slow. And like, out of twelve times, I already told you this off the podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, but like, out of twelve times that I went, I got food two times out of twelve. The rest of them, they're like, "I'm on break," (laughs) or like, "We ain't open right now." I'm like, "You guys are twenty four hours," and they're like. And what well, can I have some food? No, we're like something's going on. I'm like like a smoke break. And they're like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like like you guys are trying to get fired because you want to get in unemployment. And They're like bingo. <laughs> <laughs> so man, there's no reason why McDonald's isn't a vending machine. It should be, and it'd be faster.
1: Yeah. yeah, I wonder if there's something about it that they're worried that people, like, more people are going to be like, ew, I don't go there, that's gross.
0: Yeah, well, they would have to, I mean, it's similar to what they did with the, um, uh, if you've been in, in one in the last, like, five years, at least in California, they had them, where they had the, uh, like, you didn't have to order from a lady at the counter, or yeah. gentleman, you order from the uh, the little kiosk, and, like, <laughs> imagine that, and it's just like, Instead of the counter, it's just like a bricked off wall that looks all like cool and hip. And your food just like slides out of the thing. Or you have to like put it in, you get a token and you have to put in the token to keep people from stealing it.
1: Oh man, there's a company from a while ago that started up that just did cupcakes. Okay. Brilliant dart to that whole thing. There's a long story behind it. But the interesting part that relates here is they also started what they called a cupcake ATM. Okay, which is so dumb and worked so well. It's not a vending machine because it's an ATM. Wait, why, is... why?
0: Why did they dodge the vending machine thing? Did they not want to be um re- like? Is it a licensing issue?
1: So this cupcake company is the kind that like makes artisan cupcakes that you buy for like four dollars and fifty cents a piece instead of the normal yeah. like fifty cents. <laughs> Um, So they didn't want to be like, ew, I don't want a gross vending machine cupcake. But Uh, look at this very pretty done up, dolled up,
0: Instagrammable.
1: Instagrammable ATM machine.
0: (laughs) Oh my god. It's like the new ass coin. Like, invest (laughs) in cupcakes. Honestly, hey, nobody steal our idea. (laughs) Dude, uh, chocolate coin ATMs or a better idea <laughs>
1: oh, oh, or a different thing
0: <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I was, was going to go donut direction and then I was like no no, no it's got to be like meme coin related and then like you can play up on the fact that it like it's an investment that you eat it's just about as valuable as the rest of the doge ass coins like <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good idea. That, uh, that cupcake ATM.
1: Isn't that great? It worked so
0: well. Oh my they god, it's so much money. If only someone had uh, created a, an ATM for ice cream sandwiches. Boom, transition.
1: Boom. So, <laughs> ice cream sandwiches. We're taking it all the way back to late 1800s again.
0: Man, it seems like that's when everything was happening.
1: Yeah, America is booming and everybody's like, I got this crazy idea. It's an ATM machine. It's an ATM machine, but for cupcakes.
0: Also, we're driving probably one person nuts saying ATM machine over and over, because that is redundant.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I hate when people say ATM machine, and that's kinda A- why A- I'm doing A- it over and A-
0: ATM machine.
1: Yeah, the ATM machine. Uh so back in eighteen nineties. In New York City, when it was hot and it was summertime, everybody's outside on the streets, there were these ice cream vendors, and back then it wasn't like you scoop the ice cream out of a tub and serve it to somebody. They were cut ahead of time into little bricks of ice cream that you would sell to people.
0: They cut them ahead of time?
1: Yeah. Yeah, so it was cut ahead of time and it was...
0: Wait, why? It seems like a scoop made more sense to begin with.
1: Yeah, probably. But it might be like a novelty thing. I'm not quite sure.
0: Yeah, what what's the upside of a brick? I mean, I can see that now. Like, that's Instagram. It's like, ooh, it's it's rolled ice cream, which I've never had, but it seems stupid to me. Same thing with Cold Stone. I've had Cold Stone, but, like, you know, whatever. Like, yeah. it, it's stupid.
1: <laughs> and I hate ordering at Cold Stone because of their stupid size names.
0: Love it. Gotta have it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. <Yeah. laughs> um, so they would have these bricks of ice cream It might be a storage thing. It might be a keep it cold thing uh, where you can just lay all the bricks together in your like freezer box stand.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think we talked about the other day. We talked about ice. Like, yeah. Yeah. That makes
1: sense. So they would be these individual bricks that were, that had paper on each side to keep them from sticking to the other bricks. Yeah. Uh, And you get the money and you'd hand them a brick and they would unwrap the paper and they would eat it
0: yeah and their hands are melting it through the paper yeah yeah
1: so one guy got this crazy idea of what if i replace paper with cookies and then the ice cream sandwich was born
0: i was gonna say i had that work out for him (laughs) (laughs) seems like a stupid idea to me that that won't last
1: (laughs) yeah and we still have them
0: (laughs) yeah and a surprising amount of just like the cupcake Vending, sorry, not vending machine. Cupcake ATM machines. (laughs) Yeah, like there's a million ice cream sandwich places. uh, So in San Jose and Davis and Sacramento, there was Cream C R E A M, an acronym for Cookies Rule Everything Around Me, which is maybe the world's only franchise that sells cookie ice cream sandwiches based on Wu Tang Clan. (laughs) <laughs> talk about niche these ice cream sandwiches ain't nothing to fuck with <laughs> and, well okay that was the weirdest thing too is they like didn't lean into it they were just kind of like yeah cream cookies rule everything around me I'm like you guys don't have any like tongue-in-cheek photos of like the Rizza, the Jizza, you god Inspector a deck Raekwon the chef uh the you know the, the rest of them <laughs> ODB <laughs> RIP um, not like they didn't have any like photos, like cartoon photos of them, like scoop and stuff. Like, there's no reference to Wu Tang Clan outside of just the name, which seems like a real wasted opportunity to me.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it was like a tested poorly with their focus groups. So or, like, all right, we're pivoting hard. It's just oh, going to be cutesy.
0: Well, yeah, because they were like, you know, they're playing like Katy Perry in there, and it's just like it's just blue and white is their aesthetic, um, and it, like Katy
1: Perry x Ghostface Killer,
0: <laughs> dude, don't laugh. Like that's, uh, I think that's a thing. I know Ghostface Killer did like a bunch of, uh, uh like collaborations with attractive white pop stars, which what? also when you have a name like I murder white people, <laughs> <laughs> It is odd that he did achieve mainstream success. Yeah, (laughs) with the pop star realm and ice cream sandwich cookie sandwiches.
1: I feel like my hottest take with ice cream sandwiches is that the standard ice cream sandwiches are actually pretty good.
0: Yeah, those those like the little chocolatey ones. Yeah,
1: yeah, the ones that stick to your fingers very annoyingly. Like, why not yeah. just hold the ice cream if it's going to be like that?
0: God, if only there was a solution to that, like putting paper between them. Yeah, we, we really moved backwards. Yeah, honestly, I think those are better than, like, the artisan ice cream sandwiches most of the time. Um, like, a regular cookie and vanilla ice cream is pretty damn good, but once you start getting to, like, snickerdoodle and cinnamon ice cream, it's like, No, just give me the weird chocolatey, crackery, sort of, like, stick-to-your-fingers one. Those are better. Yeah. Yeah, I agree.
1: Those are probably the best ice cream sandwiches.
0: I think ice cream sandwiches and burgers have share that in common. I don't want a $14 burger. Don't give... Oh, my God. This is freaking San Jose. And this is before (laughs) COVID. In San Jose, last time I was there and I was working, I was like, okay, I'll just grab, like, a quick bite to eat while I'm working, uh... Burger's gotta be cheap, right? So I'm like in, working in a brewery, so I, I walk into the brewery. I'm like, all right, uh, can I get a burger? They're like, you want a beer? I'm like, nah, just a burger's fine. and I guess some water. They're like, all right, no problem. That'll be twenty three dollars. And I was like, I didn't get a beer, or three. <laughs> 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 and they're like, yeah, that's for just the burger. I was like, I didn't get any sides. They're like, yeah, you don't get any fries or anything with that. It's just the burger. Twenty three dollars for a burger. And they were like, yeah. I was like, dude, cancel the order. They're like oh, what, you can't afford it? I'm like, no! (laughs) And also, I'm not paying $23 for a burger. It wasn't like, ooh, there's foie gras on this burger. Like, it was just a cheeseburger, and it was $23. I refuse to pay $23 for a damn burger. What I want, when I want a burger, I don't want any, like, ooh, hit me with blue cheese and, like, sautéed onions and mushrooms and, like, all, all all the stuff. Like, I don't want weird prosciutto and arugula on my burger. I want... Lettuce, tomato, some sort of sauce situation, onions. They can be grilled. They can be raw. Whatever, and burger and Americanish cheese and bun. That's a burger. Maybe pickles.
1: Up yeah, see, to you. If, if you're gonna fancy up a burger, it has to be trashy. Like the only way you get Thank crazy it. with it is something like. Bacon or like Juicy Lucy, where they put the cheese
0: in the burger, like also, in the that, patty. Like, no, that's stupid. That's useless. Just get a, just give me a burger. <laughs> I, when I want a burger, I want a burger. I don't want this like, ooh, put the cheese in the middle. Why? You're getting no myard reaction on it. And
1: then you get the ooey gooey cheese that like volcanoes out at you and.
0: Oh, you mean like a regular burger where you take the burger and you put layer of cheese and then you put burger and then layer of cheese. You're already getting cheese between layers of burger, but at least both those patties have had the Maillard reaction so that they've been browned, which is what makes it taste good, as opposed to this like thick, stupid, like, ooh, I'm going to make like a really thick burger with cheese in the middle so that it's going to be all mushy. Like, No. Make a burger! There's a reason why you have double patties, so you can get browning on both sides of those thin patties.
1: Uh, yeah, definitely, when it <laughs> comes to the when it comes oh, to the yeah. patties. No, when it comes to the patties, if somebody's like, oh yeah, it's really good, like it's super thick and juicy, I'm like, ew, no, it has to be like really thin and kind of crusty a little bit, but in a good way.
0: Yeah, you know, this is, this is making me feel bad because we both know what burgers we're thinking about that aren't nearly mm-hmm. as good. and he listens to our podcast now sorry dad I hate to tell you we're going to have a burger (laughs) happy birthday dad next time I'm in town we're going to cook burgers and we're going to cook them your way that we had growing up and that's like the big thick ass patties and then I'm going to try it because I could be wrong but we're going to try it where we take that same patty you make and cut it in half maybe in thirds and then grill each of those on the griddle so that we get the browning instead of, like, medium rare ground beef. Mean. Yeah. (laughs) And we'll try those side by side, and then we will both together decide how burgers are supposed to be. And then, B, if you want to make one of those gross-ass, greasy, drippy, juicy, loosey, Midwest garbage patties, you're welcome to try and (laughs) fail.
1: Okay yeah, it's not my favorite burger, all right? I just said that's, <laughs> if you're gonna fancy up a burger, somehow it's got to be at least trashy.
0: No, you take it back. That's a garbage idea. Juicy Lucy's are stupid and for fat people, and you know it. <laughs> Maybe it's because you and I have been eating clean lately, but that sounds horrible to me right now. It's just like a big greasy, oily like coming out of it, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah, the more you keep using those words like big and greasy and oily and Juicy and... <laughs> and Lucy. Uh, yeah, with with how I've been eating, that does make me sound like I'm gonna just feel heavy and like I need a nap.
0: Yeah, yeah, it sounds awful. And oh, oh my god, Chipotle! Doesn't that sound awful to you right now? And I love Chipotle. Like I'm just, it just to me right now sounds terrible. Yeah, that does
1: sound. That sounds like a lot.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're 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 gonna stay honestly after this though, like. An ice cream sandwich sounds really good, and I'm probably gonna walk down to the corner store and get one of those like old school, like chocolate, graham yeah. crackery look, look in little,
1: little brick guys.
0: Yeah, well, those little brick actions.
1: Oh man, yeah, those thing's are so good. Like, people always get disappointed when it's like, the boss is bringing in ice cream today, or like when you're in school and they're like, yeah, ice cream party. And it yeah. turns out that they just like bought a box of ice cream sandwiches, and everybody else is like, oh, and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I love well,
0: these. Hey, you're lucky. You did better that, than uh, than the rest of us because what we normally got was like, oh, ice cream party. We're like, yeah. And they would bring in those, the cheapest, I think Safeway was what was nearest at the time, but the cheapest from Safeway, those like big old buckets and it was like yeah. sunny Side or whatever it was. like gallon
1: of, bucket of vanilla ice cream.
0: Vanilla chalk.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Which, that used to be a problem with ice cream, apparently, like, to make it as white as they did in for vanilla ice cream, and also vanilla is expensive. Did we talk about the vanilla thing last time? I think we did.
1: Yeah, we talked about the exotic orchid thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, the vanilla is, there's a there's a reason it's a standard, and B, we act like it's this like boring flavor, and it's actually one of the most exotic flavors you could possibly imagine. Um, but it became the standard because it was so damn good, so they used to take to make vanilla ice cream so white, uh, the little, like, soda jerk kind of situations used to just, like, and drugstores used to just, like, fill it with powdered chalk, and that's what made oh. it, like, bright white. Yeah, so, ice cream was garbage quality during the early 1900s. Wow. You didn't know that?
1: I didn't know that.
0: Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> like that. I mean, they don't do that now, because interwebs. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, the FDA or whatever. But, uh,
1: yeah, I wouldn't yeah. be surprised with all the like recent health Instagram kind of things. Like, oh, look at me in my activated charcoal that I'm eating.
0: Yeah. yeah Healthy was... ice
1: cream. Look at me in my uh, old school chalkboard eraser padded chalk ice cream.
0: Oh, shoot, dude, we could bring that back with the proper marketing. Yeah. We could do and it. <laughs> also, I never thought I would say this out... Well, think this or say this out loud. Um, I wonder what activated charcoal people that, like, eat a lot of it, I wonder what their poop looks like. Do you, like, poop that out? I assume I mean, It's so.
1: gotta go somewhere.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do, does that toilet bowl just look like a metal show? like, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, or I guess an emo concert would, would be more accurate there
1: <laughs> well, yeah it's instead of I, I bleed black like six to eight <laughs> hours later the toilet's black
0: <laughs> <laughs> like my heart <laughs> <laughs> and stool <laughs> also I, I love that phrasing stool well, well happy ice cream sandwich day
1: Yep, yeah, a happy national coloring book <laughs> Day, happy National Ice Cream Sandwich Day! Not that many today.
0: Yeah, yeah, just two. But hey, I, I feel like I feel like we 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 really uh, we really sprawled on that one, and I don't know. This has been like the quickest hour we've had. <laughs> so
1: yeah, that was <laughs> that was all over the place, but it was real fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, so, tune in next week for we, we we got a little bit of a little bit of a thicker one. We got um. God, I don't want to describe anything else as thick. That sounds weird. Okay, we got a little. <laughs> A more diverse one? Yeah, that's a, be- that's a better one. That's trendy. Uh, we got National Rice Pudding Day, National Veep Day, and what's the last one?
1: National Book Lovers Day.
0: Okay, uh, before, like, I know we haven't done any of the research yet, but what the hell is a Veep? Is that, like, Vice President?
1: Kind of, yeah. It, it's uh, basically taking over the presidency when the president isn't around anymore, for whatever reason
0: what a veep is. there's a national veep day
1: yep it's happened like twice
0: <laughs> is it like commemorating the, the concept that happened or the concept or both
1: you're acting like national coloring book day wasn't weird to celebrate and
0: <laughs> well veep no at day. least like at least with national coloring book day and ice cream sandwich day like you know blue Bonnet or whatever the hell it is, a blue rabbit or what? I, blue bunny, that's the one. Nailed it. Uh, at least they're like, hey, celebrate National Ice Cream Sandwich Day by buying our product. Like National Veep Day is like Kamala Harris going like, hey, 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 hey.
1: <laughs> that's true. <laughs> Even the government isn't going to be like, hey, everybody, it's National Veep Day.
0: Hey, everybody, like, yeah, let's let's push Joe Biden down the stairs. Like, yeah, like, what? A, who's buying a product for that?
1: <laughs> but anyway. All of you will definitely want to tune in next week, specifically for National Book Lovers Day, uh, because Christian hates libraries, and you're going to hear all about it.
0: Oh, dude, I can't believe I missed an opportunity to hate libraries.
1: (laughs) Oh, you'll have the opportunity next week.
0: (laughs) Oh my god, and y'all have the opportunity to hear me rant on how much libraries are the worst thing that's ever... not ever been created, but ever still exists. Yeah. Hey, that's accurate. All right, we'll see you next week.
1: Happy August second! Thanks for celebrating with us. <laughs> All right.